damn it, how long have we been doing this show? You're listening to The Wrestling Life on iTunes, SoundCloud, and at obpapparel.com. Hey everybody, it's The Wrestling Life, it's episode 196, it is April 24, 2019, I'm Ethan. And I'm Liam. Liam, we have so much to talk about this week. And so many things we can't talk about. The Superstar Shakeup took place last week, we didn't do a show. Turns out, it doesn't matter that we didn't do a show, because they just shook it up some more this week. They sure did. So this week was like the shuffle, then? <sighs> Last week was the shake up. This week is the shuffle. Next week will be the switch up. Mm. Yes. I need more branded alliteration, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you we'll definitely get some from from WWE. You know, it's a little pet peeve of mine when Michael Cole says WWE. He never says he doesn't say the WWE like like I understand that's a directive from the company is that but the way Cole makes a uh, point of emphasis of saying he's the you know roughest toughest superstar here in WWE just drives me insane. <laughs> of all the things that Michael Cole says, that's the one you uh, you focus in on. Well, that and the blank known as blank. Yeah, if, I could, if I could strike a phrase from his <laughs> vocabulary. <laughs> I think mine would be that I just, I realized as uh, Rey Mysterio is, as of this moment, on Raw now, and I listened to Michael Cole say the exact same things he would say when he was calling Rey Mysterio matches on SmackDown a decade and a half ago. Yeah. It's great. Biggest little man in oh. WWE history. What is? <sighs> Just need Edge to come back so I can hear Mike, Mike Cole shout about the Ultimate Opportunist about three hundred times. Yep, yep, yep. I actually thought that uh, Raw and even commentary this week was better. I don't know; it wasn't as grating to me as usual. Um, I don't know. Okay, so Sunday we had uh, the Shield's last stand, which was absolutely not a whole lot of anything. Nope. It was a and, house show. Yep. 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 And uh, then we had the uh, Superstar Shuffle. <laughs> so I guess they did their best to keep all of the WWE couples, all of the couples in WWE. <laughs> they did the, the best to keep them all together on the same brand, with the notable uh, exception being Charlotte and andrade and my immediate reaction to that was well they're trying to break up that couple yep (laughs) and that's they approve of all these other couples but that is a couple they do not approve of for whatever reason Hmm. can't quite put my finger on why why vince wouldn't like that couple (laughs) so so, 
uh, I the implication is that people realized exactly what they were trying to do and um, responded by complaining and so then they shuffled Andrade back to Smackdown and of course if you move Andrade back to Smackdown then you have to move Selena Vega and Aleister Black to Smackdown sure could have just moved Charlotte to Raw that seems like a simpler move honestly but I guess anyone had to move Lacey to Smackdown and the sassy Southern Belle, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lacey Evans. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how did how is it that um, the first thing that I thought was the last thing that they thought? I, it's a other than maybe they were just gonna do it and they didn't care that they were effing with people and then someone pointed out um this looks real bad this looks mm. real bad and also we have people like quitting on twitter or not showing up for work <laughs> like every single week now and so maybe <laughs> this isn't a good time to be uh screwing with uh people's emotions when morale is already sort of known to be at maybe an all-time low or at least a modern all-time low so they went in, they did that, they moved Cesaro to Raw. Is this Just the end Cesaro, of the... right? I think so. Is this the end of the bar? God, I hope so. Like as much <laughs> as I'm not really jazzed about either of those guys in a singles run, I never need to see the bar wrestle uh as as a tag team again. Plus if Sheamus went to Raw too, we'd end up seeing the bar and the Usos again and I just, I just don't have any more of those matches in me. <laughs> There have been a lot of them. Um, Raw generally, I thought was a good show this week. What did you think? Yeah, it was. It was mostly just a lot of wrestling, which isn't a bad thing necessarily. Um, yeah, I thought they they did a pretty good job. the The opening three way and everything with with Joe and AJ and Ray was awesome, and I even. Uh, didn't I didn't dislike the uh, the Miz the Miz three way either. I thought they uh, both both three ways did a good job. Main event maybe not so not so much, but um yeah overall yeah the the Cesaro and Cedric match was good. And even though the crowd was asleep for it, I thought I really enjoyed the uh, Ricochet and Rude match too. The Rob Rude match uh, That's as right. well. That's right. Rob Rude has changed. His uh, he's changed his look up, he's changed his name. Um, I think with some of these old TNA guys that had full beards, probably for a reason, maybe we should allow them to keep their full beards. So we don't age them 10 years in one week? Yes, AJ Styles and Rob Roode. Um, what do you think of the rebranding of Rob Roode? I, I mean, I'm fine if... if you're going it seems after about 18 months they realized that Rob Rude should be a heel <laughs> which you know sometimes when people uh talk about uh, Vince doesn't pay any attention to NXT he doesn't watch it he doesn't know what's going on and I'm like come on that's gotta be an over exaggeration he's gotta at least know like what the top guys do and like what their strengths are and then 
you see that they made Rob Roode coming off his Ric Flair tribute act in NXT a smiling babyface for 18 months, and you think, <laughs> wow, maybe, maybe Vince doesn't, maybe Vince doesn't watch NXT ever. Cer- certainly interesting. I definitely like. It's always better to be heel in that company. Oh, for sure. And so I like his, uh, I like his prospects a little bit better. I mean, I think for his his age and uh, in-ring work at this point, that also benefits him being a heel. He's not the uh, you know, the flashiest guy in the ring. So getting you know, letting him work guys like Ricochet or Cedric Alexander or people like that will probably be good for him. That makes sense. Um, the fourth horsewoman continues to be absent from Monday Night Raw, and I'm pretty sure it's the three horsewoman. How dare you? This fourth one is you're talking about. How dare you? Sasha Banks apparently wants to sit out her contract. <laughs> Oof. For like three years. Oh, that's a bad idea. Like, I would just look at the women's wrestling landscape everywhere else in the world right now. It's pretty. It's pretty grim. <laughs> a little bit. I would. Of course, I'm sure it's ridiculously frustrating to be there, and to have no long term planning, or you're not told of the long term planning, and they don't take you seriously, and all this stuff. But or you're you're promised certain things, and then those things, you know, plans change, pal, and right. Those things go away. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I I don't begrudge anyone that's unhappy there or that's frustrated there because, like, yeah, especially if you're coming out, especially anyone that comes out of NXT who has had success there and has been told by the management there and by Triple H himself, Papa Paul, that you're a star and that you're a big deal and that you're going to be great and the sky's the limit for you, and then you go to the main roster, and reality sort of slowly has to set in, uh, and you're probably in denial about it for a while, and you think, if I just work hard and do my job, eventually my time's going to come, you know, cream rises to the top, and then two full years pass, and yeah, that's, I think, (laughs) to me, it just feels like reality has set in for some of these people, Uh, like Luke Harper, who... I don't think he's officially been released yet, but he announced on Twitter that he asked for his release. So you would assume that's that's coming relatively soon, and some or somebody like Sasha Sasha Banks, who obviously I guess the report was felt she and Bailey were promised a you know a a, a good run with the tag titles so they could try to establish them. But I mean, they're tag titles in WWE, whether they're. <laughs> Whether they're male or female tag belts, they aren't going to generally get a lot of attention. So I, I don't know what the answer is there. Because as, as you pointed out, there isn't a ton of great places to go if you're a female compared to if you're a male. I mean, you could go be like the big fish in a small pond if you go to, you know, if you go be in Women of Honor, I guess, or if you go to AEW, but that's there. There's only so many spots, you know? <laughs> yeah. Did you happen to see the analysis that, um, Brandon Howard or Brandon Thurston, I forget what his name is, did on Fightful of the, 
the of WWE salaries about a week ago? Uh, I did. Okay, so the average developmental salary is eighty thousand dollars. The average main roster salary is six hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> right. I have a very difficult time believing that you could walk out of that company and go anywhere else and make $600,000 right off the bat. <laughs> right. Unless you're going to really, you'd have to really hustle and right. work everywhere and really build your, you know, your individual brand and really hawk your t-shirts and all that stuff. Right. So let's, you know, I would advise her to swallow her pride and go back, but what do I know? Uh, also, look at who Becky Two Belts is feuding with right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to need some fresh matchups there. Are you? Really soon. <laughs> or are you just going to take the belt one or both of the belts off Becky in three months? I mean, you're definitely going to take one of them off of her pretty soon. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm guessing the SmackDown one. Yeah, that's that's my guess. So they're doing. I actually thought that they were going to put Bailey over Charlotte on SmackDown this week. Huh. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Charlotte when be- Bailey came out and like cut a, a decent promo and like showed some backbone, and the crowd started cheering her. Yeah. What a novel concept. Yeah. No, it's Charlotte again. It's Charlotte and Becky and Lacey and Becky at uh, at Money in the Bank. Uh-huh. And my, I mean, the scenario that I've seen people already laying out is that Becky will win both of those, but then whoever has won the women's Money in the Bank match will cash in and take whichever belt from her. Hmm. I guess I don't hate that. I mean, it's... I mean, if you're trying... You know, in a scenario where you really want to keep her strong and then she beats, you know, she beats two people fair and then, you know, just can't keep going for the third match. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's the way you protect like a top baby face. So that's, that's not the worst idea they've had. She could also just, you know, tap out clean to Charlotte or something. Yeah, they'll probably do that. (laughs) I'm guessing they're going to do that. Props. (laughs) Uh, Roman Reigns and Shane McMahon is a direction on SmackDown Live. <laughs> well, now we see why Shane had to beat Miz. Because <laughs> he's going to be wrestling Roman. He's going to be wrestling the big dog. You can't go in there on a loss. It's That's like not... how Triple H had to beat Sting <laughs> because he was doing an angle with The Rock an hour later. <laughs> he, um... Yeah. <laughs> See Shane's punches in that Roman angle? Kicked off I, SmackDown this week? I saw Roman trying desperately to cover up so he didn't get busted open. <laughs> yes. Did you see uh, Shane not selling anything for Roman? Mm-hmm. He's just not very skilled at pro wrestling here no. in his second decade as yeah. a pro wrestler. <laughs> I do find him much more tolerable as a bad guy now, though. I will say, because at least with him being like a goof, who's he's like a big Elias fan, and like <laughs> he's so excited to be hanging out with Elias, like that's pretty entertaining. That's okay. The in the 
exaggerated uh, ring introduction sucks. <laughs> At least, okay, I'll, on ring entrance, this is uh, it's gonna go back to my man Baron Corbin. Um, so I understand why Shane is can make a ring announcer give him a long, drawn out, over the top ring entrance. Yes. Why does Baron Corbin get special ring entrance where they list all of his accomplishments? Could couldn't tell you. Cause like you remember when management fired Baron Corbin because he sucked and they blamed him on TV for the ratings being bad? Yes. So theoretically it's not like, oh, he's still a favorite of management. It's, no, he's just a guy. Where's a shirt? Who's been on been in main events for five straight months? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he main events for all every week. Yeah. He's really not that good. <laughs> He's really not. Why is, is why is he in the main main event every week? And Tony Storm is like wrestling in front of four hundred people in stardom in Japan. Uh, I don't really know what one has to do with the other, but <laughs> I'm um, just saying there's talent here. No, I understand what you're saying. That should <laughs> be main eventing Raw every week. Okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, to me, very few people would be good with the, in the role that Baron Corbin has been in for the last few months that they have on the main roster currently. But Baron Corbin is especially bad at it. It's like nobody, nobody was shouting about how they hated Baron Corbin when he was a you know undercard goof on SmackDown feuding with Callisto. And he was on the show for eight minutes a week. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no, it's because he's on the show. He cuts promos every week. And he wrestled, he wrestled two, two long matches on Raw this week. I, I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's too much. It's an act that they're infatuated with. Speaking of the I- Iconics, uh, I know you wanted to talk about them. Yeah. So here's the thing. I don't I don't dislike the iconics, the I iconics. I know they're a very popular uh burial target of certain wrestling journalists, pundits. <laughs> um I don't think they're tremendously awful or anything. Sometimes they're funny, especially in like some of the backstage like dot com stuff they put up. I just like those are your those are your tag. I mean, and I know we already talked about how they don't care about tag belts, but like, these are your tag champs. Like, these should be like. I don't. I don't even know what they should be. I guess they should be like personalities and not. Yeah, they could be like managers for somebody or something. But like, they're they're not very good in the ring. And in fact, it's clear that WWE doesn't think they're very good in the ring, which is why I don't think <laughs> Billy Kay's ever had a match on uh, WWE television. That's gone longer than a minute. <laughs> um, and they're when they come out, it's not like their act is super over with live crowds and you're like, Oh, they're, they're not good, but they're, they're getting so much heat. We, we really want to run with this. It's like, no, they're treated as like, you know, female R truths or something. That's, actually, that's not even a good example because R truth generally gets a big reaction when he comes out. <laughs> so, like, I don't, I don't even know who to compare them to. But it's like I don't dislike them. 
and I wish them well in life, (laughs) but I don't get why they're on television as much as they are, I guess is my point, or why they're the tag team champions. Female B team is maybe better. Oh, God. Yeah, that's... No, B team are the least talented men in that company. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I don't know. I like the iconics. I don't need to see them wrestle a bunch, but so maybe just don't have them be in two pr- be the characters that have to go brand to brand again. Oh, oh yeah, that's a terrible idea. Like what we were just talking about with Corbin. Like, yeah, if you have them on the show once a week for five minutes, great. If you have sure. them on both shows and they're wrestling on both shows every week, oh, too bad much. Idea. Bad idea. What do you think of the new Bray Wyatt character? Uh, the the Firefly Funhouse. Yes, it's something different. <laughs> I'm it, I'm all in. I love it. <laughs> I want to remind. Well, I can't remind them because those episodes no longer exist. But there was a time where you compared Bray Wyatt to The Rock Whoa. as a promo. <laughs> Whoa! You said that on this show, and I'm an idiot. No longer exists. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm re- I'm really dumb. <laughs> to your, <laughs> I don't I can't I can't dig you out of this. Um, <laughs> but I would say you were saying that in like 2014 when he was coming into the feud with John Cena and seemed like he was going to be one of their next big stars. Yikes. And then they did nothing with him for five years because even though he was a he was a cult leader when the character debuted and then Vince didn't get that. So he thought he had to teleport and, <laughs> uh, you know, do spooky witchcraft. <laughs> so now it's like, okay. And five years later, what, what was the last thing he was doing? He was Matt Hardy's tag team partner. The last time we saw him. Yes. It doesn't get a lot lower than that. <laughs> so yeah. Do something different. They're trying something different. He also looks like he's lost a lot of weight. So yeah. good for him. And good for them for just... It, they're At least they're trying something, man. They're not just throwing the same thing at the wall for the 500th time. Yeah, I agree. I love it. I love it. I also... Those episodes do exist on my hard drive. And I'm going to have to go back and try to figure out how stupid how i could have been so stupid five years ago (laughs) that is that is really dumb (laughs) i i compared him to ultimate warrior at the time i think (laughs) actually it turns out you were spot on yeah (laughs) well as we always say one of us is always right about everything (laughs) i i do distinctly remember comparing dean ambrose to to Steve Austin as a promo. <laughs> sure. I mean, there was a time when I, I probably made that comparison as well. Oh, man. How stupid was I? <laughs> That's just ruined my day. <laughs> I like to think I know what I'm talking about. And then <laughs> I get reminded, no, you're actually a stupid idiot. <laughs> cool. Well, that wasn't my intention. I just I was thinking about that when I saw him come out in a Mister Rogers sweater doing a Pee Wee's Playhouse gimmick. <laughs> it's like Ethan thought this guy was a promo <laughs> on the level of The Rock. I don't. Oh, 
I don't believe. I don't know. Anyway, I I can't recover. I can't recover from this. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, AEW uh, double or nothing coming up, and as we, I'm not sure if we ever speculated on the air, but we definitely speculated off the air that Goldust is going to go wrestle Cody. And uh, what do you know? Goldust is going to go wrestle Cody. Yeah, it was. Uh, they announced in a really nice uh, little promo package. I guess my thoughts on it. I liked Dustin's promo. I liked the video they put together. My question is: Should they have built to this a little bit? Like maybe you do Dustin and Cody in the tag team on this show, and then. Dustin turns on him after the match and you set up the Dustin Cody match for the Jacksonville show or for all in two in September or something. I, d- I don't know that anybody's going to buy a uh, Dustin uh, turning on Cody, but I-, I don't know. Let's just do the match. You know, <laughs> I get, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously it's, it's pretty, it's pretty well known. They've been wanting, they wanted to do this match at a WrestleMania for like three years straight. And WWE just wouldn't. And then they were gonna do it with the Stardust and Goldust thing, and then that sucked, and nobody cared, so they just took them both off the show. Yeah. Um. So it's cool that they're finally getting a chance to do it. I guess I. It's just my thought was like, if you're gonna do a brother versus brother match, maybe this is the old school, the, the old school, uh, you know, wrestling that doesn't exist anymore coming back to me. It's like, should there be like a a really strong reason or like a big angle that leads to it instead of just like, and to, to dust to the, to their credit, Dustin in the promo package does try to explain like he feels undervalued by Cody and doesn't, you know, he feels like he was always there for Cody and Cody was never there for him or whatever. It's like, all right, that's fine. But I, I don't know. It didn't feel like, it feels like, there, there's a step missing here. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, though. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Just get it over with. And, and I mean, and we also, I guess, don't know how how much Dustin is in for. Like, if this is going to be his his one match, and then he's going to be a, an agent or whatever going forward, or or what the deal will be. But maybe they just want to do the one match, and then he's going to not be a TV character going forward. See, like. That's fine if that's what you want to do. I just wish that they wouldn't limit all guys like that and say, no, no more. Last time. Last ride. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, you know, odds are you're going to come back. <laughs> so can we just not shut the door completely and leave open the possibility that you might do a couple matches a year here and there? Yeah, and he even kind of mentions that in the in the promo package. He's like, oh, "Okay, they want to call this my last ride. We'll see if it is after I, you know, after I beat Cody's ass or whatever." So it yeah. seems like he, I don't know if that's him trying to work his own angle in in between <laughs> what they they've already decided to advertise it as. But uh, yeah, I, I I would agree with that. I'm I'm not a big fan of going. Yes, this is the end. Period. Uh, a farewell match, not a retirement match. Right, farewell match. Hope I hope there's a microphone. Yeah. Um, Kevin Owens, I thought it was exceedingly strange that he had just kind of been slotted in as the third member of the New Day. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I understood why they did the stuff with him when we could go in Montreal. And then this week, again, he was just, like, a member of the New Day. And I thought, well, that's weird. And, of course, he turned heel on Kofi. Um, obviously, Kevin Owens is exceedingly better as a heel. Uh, but, I don't know. What do you think about Owens and Kingston going forward? I mean, I think that's your that's the strongest program you've got right now for, for Kofi. Because if you look at that heel side, it's, it's, I mean, it's Nakamura and Rusev and I guess Sheamus when he comes back. And if it's like those guys and Owens, Owens is definitely the best of those guys. So yeah, I think you can, I think it was a a really good angle. Um, Owens is one of those, very few guys in history that can like just flip that switch and go from goofy comedy to, you know, vicious bully in, in the same segment. And, uh, I thought, I thought the beat down and everything was, was really, really well done. So I, I thought it was a really good angle. And even if, as you mentioned, maybe they tipped their hand a little bit with like why he was even out there, but <laughs> no, overall I, th- I thought it was really good. I mean, I guess it does, uh, lead more, uh, lead to more speculation on how long Daniel Bryan's going to be out. Seems like uh, maybe it was a bad idea to uh, build part of the Kofi Bryan match at Mania around uh, stomping on Daniel Bryan's head. What do you know? Could be, and like, and I, I've heard like uh, you know Dave Meltzer and other people say that. Like, look, they cleared him. They don't think he's fragile. It's not as if, oh, if he gets one concussion, his career is over automatically again. But I'm sure if if indeed he got a concussion or any sort of head or neck in- issue, uh, they're going to be really, really careful before they clear him. So, yeah, it could be two or three months before we see him again. I guess the, it's just odd that they won't seem to tell anybody what's going on with it because nobody seems to be able to get like a straight answer beyond it was probably a concussion and it definitely happened in the Kofi match. Yeah. Well, you, well, I mean, they're going to play all that close to the vest because they, you know, they cleared them. <laughs> right. They, they put it back in the ring, but um, remember that Sheamus match that ended, basically ended his career the first time. Mm-hmm. It was, Built around him taking a bunch of bumps on his head. Sure. What is wrong with this guy? It's just that's how he that's how he wrestles. <laughs> I think it's just that's that's the only way he knows how is like, and he's like he tried to perfect this like bumping high on your shoulder thing, and like yeah, nine times out of ten I guess it works because we saw him get dropped on his shoulder and his neck and his head like 300 times in that Brock match and he was fine but clearly this I guess this was maybe you tempt fate a little bit when you spend a lot of your time bumping on your on your shoulder to make it look like you're falling on your head all the time uh, maybe eventually you're gonna you're gonna slip up or I mean obviously this this spot everyone thinks it happened on was when Kofi did the Brian thing and grabbed his arms and started stomping him in the face. But wherever it happened, you, yeah, yeah, you're probably tempting fate. If you land that close to your head and neck all the time. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm watching a lot of new Japan this week. The wrestling Dontaku tour. Bunch of oh. house shows, right? Yeah. A whole lot of nothing. 
It is a whole lot of nothing. Building, building to uh, May 3rd and May 4th. Best of Super Juniors. Hey, Marty Skrull's back for one one last run. <laughs> one last ride. Yeah, Will Osprey. Um, it'll, be, it'll be good. Uh, last year's uh, Best of Super Juniors was some of my, my favorite wrestling I saw all year. So I'm excited for that. The matches will be good. I can't say I'm necessarily excited <laughs> to be up at well, you, you four in the morning. You have to watch them live. <laughs> Yeah. I can watch them whenever I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So that's so the, that's going on. Uh get anything else you want to get into or should we uh wrap it up? No, I think we can uh, we can wrap it up. I we've covered a lot and there's there was the shake up, there was the shuffle. Next week will be the switch up. Um oh, also WWE canceled uh their backlash show because it was uh they didn't want a show so closely tied to their next uh Saudi Arabia show. So, and uh Saudi Arabia ex- executed 37 people uh the other day for perceived acts of quote-unquote terrorism. So. Yeah. What a great note to go out on. Yep. Well, till next time everybody. I'm Ethan. I'm Liam. And we'll be back soon with more stories from the wrestling life. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to The Wrestling Life, a part of the Elite Podcast Network at obpapparel.com. For other podcasts like this, head to obpapparel.com. The Wrestling Life is brought to you by OBP Apparel. For Baltimore's best local sports gear, head to obpapparel.com. Whether it's baseball or football season, we've got you covered with Baltimore's best local sports gear. That's obpapparel.com. Thanks for listening to The Wrestling Life, a part of the Elite Podcast Network at obpapparel.com. Be sure to go and subscribe to us on iTunes. Just search for The Wrestling Life on the iTunes store. Make sure you leave a review and tell us how we're doing. Also, be sure to follow the guys on Twitter at TWL underscore podcast for live tweets during wrestling events and other hilarity throughout the week. That's at TWL underscore podcast. Now back to the guys. Speaker. It's always the weirdest thing to me. Okay. It's always the weirdest thing to me. <laughs> you sound like uh, you're in a uh, tunnel when we start, and then you like. <laughs> so I have it like defaulted to shut up. <laughs> I have it defaulted to where it's supposed to be just the earpiece. Right.
And but when I open it up, your audio is coming out of the speaker. So I have to switch it to speaker and then switch it back to your piece <laughs> every single week. Sounds like a lot of fun. <sighs> I don't really have any good bonus material stuff here. That's fine. <laughs> Other than uh, I couple uh, about a month ago, maybe six weeks ago, Mm-hmm. I went to my boss at dog daycare and I said, hey, three days a week is really working out for me really well. Like 18 hours, that's like perfect. Like that's exactly the amount that I need. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, immediately, I ended up uh, at like 22 hours a week. And this week I'm working four days there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, if I had not said anything, would you just continue? <laughs> As Dave Batista would say, give me what I want. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah. I don't know, retail scheduling like that is always weird to me because I've never. Like, I mean, I understand. Well, it's one thing when you not retail, but like, you know, part time jobs like that. Same difference. But uh it's like I understand there's certain rules if like the people you are working with uh, your employees are under 18 like how many hours in a day they can work and stuff there are rules about that so I understand you have to give them like you know five hours here four hours there and spread it out mm-hmm. but yeah if you could if you're dealing with adults and you could just give everyone that's part time like you know two or three days and just give them longer shifts I think most people would be happier with that but yes. what do I know like wrangling cats or something. I don't know. <laughs> Just can't crack the code. No, 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 no. All right. Thank you for the uh, topic list, by the way. I have no idea what we would talk about otherwise. <laughs> well, anything we talk about this week will probably be changed by next week anyway, but yeah. I try to keep on keeping on.